Hey girlfriends, welcome to Women Work and Wine Wednesday, a midweek paradise to recharge working moms. I'm Donna Carlson, a life strategy coach who often opens a bottle of wine early on Wednesdays as a celebration. I mean, somewhere it's five o'clock. Our episodes feature some amazing women, and I don't throw that term around. I've been collecting cool chicks in my portfolio for over 29 years, or whatever is the current date minus 1989, which is when I graduated from the University of Texas at Austin. We have been friends long time. We don't count. We don't count the years. No. I know I had kids in diapers. On my on my bed, you put him. You put come him over. Sleep. Yeah, you come over for dinner and put the kids. They watch a movie and they fall asleep. So I wanted to say, um, on the outset, that Tammy's impact on my life has been profound because I believe that her success has everything to do with relationships. Yes. And you can read it in her eight books that she's very relational in the way she writes and she's very relational when she speaks and you feel like you're the only person in the room when she's talking to you so I walk into any social setting and I think in my head what would Tammy do what would Tammy say because she'd probably laugh is what she'd do she walked into the room in our little breakfast this morning and everyone said sunshine just entered the room and I think that's something worth sharing and multiplying and I want you to talk about um, your experience in business as a woman and how relationships have played a part in your success there in the media business but then you started a new business about two years ago five five years ago five years yes right and yet the growth that you've seen in your business mm-hmm. over the past five years yes. comes down to the very same equation. Mm-hmm. It's all about people. That's right. So tell us a little bit about Tammy. So first of all, Donna, I sure love you and I'm so proud of you. You were made for this moment. It's so clear to me. Uh, you are an advocate of women. You're a cheerleader for women. You have this beautiful voice of uh, inspiring women to reach for their goals and their dreams, their desires, and that's my heart as well. So we're we're like-minded in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but my professional, I have four adult children, seven grandsons. I live a rich, very demanding, full life. Um, I've been in ministry 25 years uh, in media. So I had, a, I had some some success in that, which I'm very grateful for. But I went through a very serious crisis, personal crisis. And uh, a personal crisis is never a timely thing. It never comes when we want it, when we're planning for it. But it certainly came to me. And I had to figure out how to become financially very independent quickly. And I had uh, four children, teenagers at the time. And I knew I had to put my kids through college. I had to get out of debt uh, because of my personal loss, went through a divorce. Um, after you know long-term marriage I had to figure out how do I reinvent myself at 50 and that was really hard it was really hard to reinvent yourself I think it's hard to invent yourself anyway <laughs> true, but true. to reinvent yourself in middle life is really difficult yeah. uh, because the options become more complicated and they're less and or at least they are in your mind and they were for me. Right. And so I jumped into an opportunity. I had a really good friend. He and his wife uh, introduced a direct sales company to me. I'd never done anything like it. I didn't 
know I could do it, to be very honest. I certainly didn't have the time. I was working a full-time job, part-time job on the weekends, traveling, speaking, you know, just life. I had my mother, who was 83, living with me. I was caring for her. I had remarried, and so I had a sweet, wonderful, dear husband. Um, but more, just more needs that had to be fulfilled. And so I jumped into an opportunity and uh, was very, very grateful for that opportunity that allowed me to build something for myself and my family and to get me out of debt. And the thing is, the principles, I guess the takeaway for me when I look at the life that I created for 25 years mm -hmm. and the new life that I had to create uh, because of the financial need that I had actually was a blessing in disguise mm -hmm. and I didn't realize that at the time you know it was just the devastation of the loss but what happened was I learned that the principles of loving people the principles of relationship of seeing people really entering their world staying with them some of those principles of relationship made me wildly successful in business I didn't understand that they would cross over like they did but they did and um, you know, I worked for a guy named John Maxwell for a couple of years yeah. and uh, uh, did the Thrive, the Women's Thrive events with John. And, you know, he's, he's a, just an incredible person. You know, you're around him and talk right. about sunshine. I mean, this guy is it, it, off the chart. He's like sunshine <laughs> on a San Diego day. Oh, my yeah. gosh. He, he's just everything that pours out of his mouth is positive. Everything he says is life-giving. And um, he has a book called How to Win with people mm -hmm. and uh, I remember we were speaking at an event together and he wrote in the book he said Tammy he said your picture could be on the front of this book and I remember this was years ago when I was young and very impressionable I still am but much more so right <laughs> young and, and impressionable and, both and um, but that stuck with me mm -hmm. and I thought wow what a beautiful thing right. for someone to say to a young woman in her early late 30s at the time right. to encourage me that I could do this that mm -hmm. I had the skill set to be able to do it and more than that Donna that I could develop it and I mm -hmm. think that today you know that's my encouragement for women one is that you can do it you have to make a decision you have to make a decision that you will do it not just in the future but today right you are a person that can make that decision you are a woman making positive decisions you're speaking what you want to happen what not what you don't want to happen um, you want to be want is one is in the future you are a woman now doing those things making those decisions and so relationship is everything you know it's the alpha and omega of everything and start with good relationship build good relationship, enter people's worlds, listen to their stories. Um, I was reading this great article recently of this woman who um, is like a life coach, I guess, or a trainer to leaders. And, and she said, if you want to be a great leader, learn to be a really great question asker. And I thought, I love that. So you ask a question, then you listen. Mm. Really listen. And while you're listening to the answer, think of three more questions to ask about the way they answered that question. And pretty soon in 30 or 40 minutes, you're going to know what the heart of that person is. Right. You know, what they want, what they are fearful of, 
what they have to overcome. If you're a good listener, you have the potential to be a very great leader. Right. It's amazing what a difference that makes. Yes. And how transformational that is for a leader. Um, there's another woman that I talked to about being on the podcast. She was a turnaround CEO and um, came in to do a turnaround consulting gig. And the, um, the people who hired her expected that she was literally going to clean house. Instead, she went on a listening tour. She turned around the yes. company so true. by going on a listening tour right. and doing what the employees said. Yep. I think that's a beautiful testament to how the world can work. I already thought you were a success as the author of eight books and a popular speaker. And then you started this business. Mm -hmm. And in 22 months, you became the largest team in the world in this company. Right. Pretty amazing. And you have over, <laughs> just, is it over 17,000 yeah, people yeah, in your organization? Yeah, I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful. Well, and um, tell us a little bit about, uh, a lot of people work in different types of business. And, and I would call, you know, in the area of relationship right. marketing, Tammy epitomizes what relationship looks like. But how did you make that happen? Um, how did you uh, create the kinds of relationships that helped people to really actualize their own dreams and not get sucked into the usual fears that come with building your own network marketing business? Such a great question, Donna. And um, I don't know if there's just one answer to that, but I do believe that you have to make a decision. Mm -hmm. I think everybody has to make a decision. We make a decision whether we think we're making a decision or not. Right. We're either making a decision to move forward with our lives and to become successful, or we're making a decision to settle. Yeah. Mm, that's true. Wow. I know a lot of women who make a decision every day mm -hmm. to settle and I made a decision for a long time to settle so there's no judgment in it but it keeps you stuck yeah and so if you want to get out of that stuck place that settle place where you know you can have more you know you can be more you know that there is more um, but you don't know how to get started with that I think one of the most powerful things you can do is align yourself with other like-minded women who are doing it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you don't have to create everything from scratch. Copy away. I'm like the queen of copy, you know. I love to cook. I love to um, entertain. And I've written a couple cookbooks. But I'll tell you what, I look at magazines. I like to copy. If I see something beautiful, I'm like, that's not my idea, but I can do it really great. Exactly. <laughs> we don't have to come up with everything new and fresh. I remember one time at a party, you had purchased a cake at Costco <laughs> and redecorated the right. cake, which I thought was okay enough for me. Yeah. But no, Tammy yeah. made it absolutely beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it was just astounding. Well, the, you know, isn't that part of it though, that we don't have to do everything from scratch. We don't have to, we don't have to create a business necessarily just from scratch. And so we make a decision every day, one way or the other. Why not make it for life? Mm -hmm. Why not make it for wholeness? Why not make it for joy? Why not make it for something financially that's going to benefit you and your family? Why not make a different decision? So link arms with other like-minded women. I think one in my toolbox of life, of the greatest tools that have launched me into the different areas that I have been in when I've had no background. I remember I went into television. Are you kidding? I never had one class <laughs> in college. I never, I didn't even know what I was doing. I mean, I hardly even knew how to put on a mic. 
And here I was doing, and it ended up, you know, the show, we we shot it for 10 years, we won a couple Emmys with it. I didn't have one day experience in what I was doing, but what I did, what did I do? I showed up. Yep. I copied what other women that were very successful, what they were doing. I watched them. I watched how they did it, and I thought, okay, I can learn that. I can do that. And I wasn't always wildly successful, but I showed up. I think most of life for us is showing up. It's really showing up, showing up for the relationships we have, showing up for our children, our marriage, our grandchildren, our family, our businesses, um, our communities. I think we have to show up. And then link arms with strong women. Watch how they do it. Uh, ask them questions. Learn, be a lifelong learner. Ask lots of questions so you can learn. And then I think you have to be very, you have to be very intentional about your speech, about your speak, right. your self-speak, your other speak, the words that come out of your mouth. They have power. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Yes. You know, we're going to eat of the fruit of it. Whatever the fruit is that we're going to, it's going to be good or it's going to be bad. Right. Watch your words. Take one day. Literally, I, I challenge you, take one day and listen to yourself speak. Mm. What are you saying about yourself, right? Hello, right. it starts yeah. with how we Absolutely. see ourselves. What are you saying about yourself? Right. What are you saying about your circumstances? What are you saying about your future? Are you speaking, I am an action person. I do first things first. Instead of, I don't want to be a procrastinator, all we can think about is the fact, I just said the word procrastinator. <laughs> right? And so you, you, you put yourself in the present tense. Right. I am an action person. Yeah. I do first things first. I, I am right now getting the things done that I need to get done. Right. And so you use words. Words are powerful. Words are very powerful. So listen to yourself for a day, and every time you write, you say something negative to yourself about your body, your hair, your personality, your intelligence, your finances, whatever it is. Write it down. Start keeping a log, and, and you're going to see how quickly words have, are, how powerful words have been in your day. You have just as much opportunity to speak the positive. Right than the negative. Not that there's not hard things and we have to address very hard issues and certainly I've had my share of that. But I think that's another thing. So you link arms with other like-minded women. You watch your speech. Uh, you ink it. You think it, ink it. Put your goals in front of you. Write them down. There's some of the most brilliant people in, in leadership and that have run multi-million dollar companies constantly talk about goals. You gotta write your goals down. Right. You gotta write them down. You gotta look at them. I have them on my refrigerator. I have them on my bathroom mirror. I've got them in my car. I've got them in front of me because you know my first goal was to be able to make enough money to make my house payment. That was a big goal. Yeah. Not that I had a huge house, but it was several thousands of dollars, and that was a lot of money for me. That was on top of what I was already making in my full-time job. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, but what I did was I made that payment, then I took that money and used the extra and put it towards debt. Yeah. And when I started paying off debt, I started becoming more confident that maybe I could do this. Maybe I could crawl out of this debt pit yeah. that I had somewhat chosen myself, but somewhat uh, life circumstances had happened. and. You know, I think it's a little both, and but um, but moment by moment, I didn't give up. I was tenacious. Make a decision to never give up. 
Mm-hmm. We just can't don it. We can't give up as women. Yeah. We got to keep going for it. We got to link our, our our arms with other like-minded women. Um, you know, I was a flight attendant for ten years with Delta, uh, Northwest Orient Airlines at the time. Now they're bought by Delta, but. When we're training people about a ditching, you know, when the airplanes go down and they go into the water, and we show them how to put their life vests on and how to jump out of an airplane, and I remember back to that moment, because it's still to this day, it's such a powerful word picture to me about the importance of friendship with other women and Mm -hmm. linking your arms with other women, being a collaborative friend and not a competitive friend, and um, is that when you jump out of that airplane, you put on your life vest, you blow it up, and the very first thing they're going to tell you is when you get into that life boat, you link arms with another person Mm -hmm. next to you. Because the most dangerous place is not in that boat, but it's the waves that are coming that are going to knock you out of that boat, and it's going to put you into that dangerous sea alone. Mm -hmm. And I look at that picture of my, my women friends. That when I go out into the sea of life, and I'm having to deal with hard issues, you know, whether it be some really hard things that um, I've had to walk through with my one of my children, one of my daughters, really hard thing. Most women would never sign up for it. I certainly didn't sign up for it. But I walk into that boat and I link arms with other women who have walked through some hard stuff, and they've taught me that linking arms with them, I'm safer. Mm-hmm. I have more power. I have a sense of belonging. Right. I have a sense of identity with them. Right. And I'm not in danger of life's waves crashing into me and me being kicked out and drowning in the sea of adversity, drowning in the sea of, of disappointment, discouragement. I keep myself current and steady with those like-minded women. Staying linked up. I have to just insert in that comment that women in multiple levels of leadership in business are saying the community is what they crave most. That they're lonely as top leaders because they don't have the ability to to share their their greatest fears and problems because it's their responsibility at the top. But linking with other top leaders where you have a confidential environment is so critical to their success. So I, always, I always find that um, when I have a challenge or something in my business that I'm up against, you know, I'm hitting a wall on something, that I can, I, this is my principle, that I take my concerns and frustrations up yeah. and I keep my words of life and encouragement down. And so that I'm never vomiting emotionally on people that I'm to be encouraging, that I'm to be strengthening. But let's get real. I mean, everybody gets discouraged. Everybody has stuff that they have to deal with that frustrations or problems or personalities of people that are driving them nuts. I mean, hello, we deal with real people. Exactly. But I find that there are those people that I can go to, and there are those people. And I'll tell you what, Donna, it's just a handful. Mm-hmm. You don't need a whole bunch. You need right. two to three, maybe four people that you can be tr- truly transparent with. 
and walk life on that level with yeah. um, it's it's a small crowd it's that intimate place it's a small space yeah. and I find that I have some prerequisites of those, who those people are going to be and uh, for me they have to know the names of my kids mm-hmm. that's a really good think about it level yep. indicator I do you know the names of my kids do you know me in my worst and have you seen me in my best mm-hmm. And, you know, if they know some intimate parts of my life, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let them in and listen to what they have to say to me. I find as a leader of a business, as a leader of a ministry, um, a leader speaking to women, influencing women, one of the best questions we can ask is, when we go to those people that are close to us that we trust, I think a question we, not, we need to be asking a lot, or at least consistently, is... Is there anything you see I'm missing? Mm. Is there anything you see I'm missing? Is there anything in my integrity that you see I'm missing? Is there anything in my speech, my marriage, my trans... Whatever it is. Is there anything in my life that you see that I need to address? Wow. And when you do that, then you stop and you listen to what they have to say. Because if they really love you and they have history with you, they're going to tell you the truth. Right. And your truth is your protector. That is your protection from pride, from a fall. You know, pride goes before great falls. We see it all over the place. Right. Staying humble, staying teachable, staying in the arena, never thinking you're outside of that arena. You're Absolutely. never outside of the arena. You know, in one split second, every business, every business is one decision away from the whole thing toppling. Right. One person making one decision can crash virtually any business, and or two or three people certainly can crash a business. So stay teachable and ask those people around you, is there anything you see that's missing? Is there anything about my integrity that you question? Do you see compromise and then listen to what they have to say. I love that, Tammy, because it's a reflection of one of the greatest leaders in history, King David, prayed in Psalm 55, I think. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and show me the way out. Because he was anxious. Yeah. And he did have wicked thoughts. And he had sin. And he knew and he knew it. I mean, come on. We are clay feet people. If we think for one stinking minute that we are above any of that, we have fooled ourselves. We have already entered the snare. Mm-hmm. We've already entered into the snare. It's keeping yourself distanced from that, keeping yourself humble and teachable. And, you know, I think that's the thing that walking through hard things has taught really hard things. I mean, I'm talking really severe losses. It's created within me a compassion mm-hmm. and empathy and understanding. Not just compassion, actually, that's a wrong word. It's created in me empathy. Yeah. I know what it's like when you don't have money to put your kids in the schools or get the clothes that you want them to give. I know what it's like when I have $32 in my checking account and I have no freezer money, freezer food. Right. I mean, I went from having a lot of money, a lot of money, to virtually nothing in a very short period of time. And so I've learned, and you know, God has, I, I'd never want to go through that again, Donna. Yeah. Come on, I, I don't, I, I, God knows, I've prayed, Lord, don't. That is a sea of adversity I do not want to swim in again. Yeah. 
but I also realize it's tenderized me. Yeah. It's it's made me a better woman. It's made me a stronger woman. That's great. And um, so as we reflect on those decisions of our lives and and as we lead companies, the worst thing we can do is isolate ourselves. We've got to link arms. We've got to ask the questions. We've got to live authentically and transparently. We've got to be teachable. And then and then I think the last thing is we have to hold it very loosely. Yeah. We, we have to really, you know, I often say to people when we say, God, I give it to you, like, we've got our hands open, but they're still gripping the wheel. Right. <laughs> Here, God, take it, you know. Or we can open up the palms of our hand right. in a position of surrender, literally saying, God, you gave it, you can take it, exactly. and you can build it again, God. Whatever it is, you can build it again. And God's done that for me. And so my mission in my life is, you know, I have a tagline in one of my books was called Start Simply But Simply Start. Mm -hmm. Start Simply But Simply Start Cooking. And I helped women to understand how they could make beautiful food very simply. Um, and that women loved it. And I did cooking classes. I loved it. But, you know, my real focus today is live simply but simply live. I love that. Mm -hmm. Live simply. But simply live. We've got to live simply. We've got to declutter our hearts, declutter our minds, declutter our workspace, mm -hmm. declutter our home. We have to declutter so we can live simply, so we literally can live. There's so much stuff coming at us that we're just, we're in reaction mode constantly. Just react, 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 react. Instead of I want to be in receive mode. I, I want to be in respond mode. And um, that's really the woman I want to be. I want to be that life-giving woman. And that clutter is really an indicator. It's a flag for us. Isn't it? It's not something to be ashamed about. Oh. It's something to make us go, oh, maybe there's something out of order in my life if I can't get this together. Oh, yes. And, and I don't think it's something we do once. No. We don't declutter one time. We declutter consistently over time different areas of our lives and our and our space. I right. actually believe, I mean, there's a lot of research in this, which is very interesting that um, people that have a challenge with hoarding things in a house, and there's all kinds of reasons why people find themselves in that place, right? And usually it's because of pain or circumstances of life. But they also find that people that have struggles with hoarding also have struggles with weight that they literally physically keep on weight as they keep on thing with things in their homes. Right. And so it's in, it's indicative. That's a physical manifestation of physical weight, but I would also say it's burden weight. It's holding on to grudges, holding on to stuff, holding on to the ways we've been hurt, the the expectations that haven't been filled, fulfilled in us and we become it's like emotionally we become obese with pain. Mm -hmm. And I don't believe that's how God wants us to live. I believe he wants us to live simply but simply live. He wants to free us of stuff so that we can love people, that we can engage, that we can move freely throughout this life and not feel the burden of all that stuff. That's a beautiful picture. I think it makes me crave simplicity. Simple, doesn't it? I knew that my life needed more simplicity when my teenagers asked if we could have a decluttering day. <laughs> 
Is that Good bad? for them. Is that I, bad or no, what? No, that's awesome. I think it, it means that we're teaching the right things. That's right? awesome. Well, Tammy, I just could talk to you forever, but no. I'm already probably going to split this I into know. two shows. So <laughs> we have so much we could there's talk about. So there's much, so much, so you're not yeah. off the hook. You're going to be asked back. No, thanks, but Donna. thank you so much for being part of building this. Well, you know, my encouragement, I think if there was a takeaway for women, a nugget of truth or hope and encouragement is that, well, cur- incur- I love the word encouragement, mm-hmm. love the word, but I love the core word. The core word is courage. Mm-hmm. And so we want to give women encouragement, right? But really, we want to give women courage. We want to encourage one another to give courage that you can do it. You can get unstuck. You can live simply and simply live. You can make a different decision. Your life can look different. Even in the circumstance you find yourself in, you can do something every day to change the trajectory of your life to a different direction. It's possible. I'm living proof. And so today, my objective is to inspire women that they too can do it. And they need to start simply, yes. Simply start so that they can simply live. Right. To encourage me is to pour courage in. And you have done that for me today. You're awesome. Thanks, Tammy. You're welcome. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. I'm so glad you were here. If you want to stay in touch, go to my website, 360lifestrategies.com, and subscribe to get my email newsletters and news on upcoming podcasts and retreats. Uh, You can also hang out on Facebook, 360 Life Strategies, on Pinterest in my Wine Palace, or on Instagram at Donna Carlson 360. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what this podcast has taught you or inspired you to do. So stay in touch and let me know what's going on. Have a good day.